Hi, this is Marianne Miller, co-founder of the Greek Speak podcast and Greek Happy, a website where you can find all things Greek, some of which you won't find anywhere else on the web. Welcome to our podcast. Sit back, relax, and let's have a chat. Hello? Hi, hi, I'm here. Okay. This is exciting. Yeah, this is kind of fun. Oh, you're so smart. (laughs) No, you are. You are. Okay, so what we're going to do is I'm going to just dive in. So I'm Marianne Miller, and I am the one of the founders of the website called Greek Happy. And our website is where you can find all things Greek relating to sorority and fraternity life. And we today have my next door neighbor, Gay Gertz, who has graciously accepted the task of being the participant for our very first episode on our podcast, Greek Speak. So Gay, why don't you introduce yourself and just tell us what house you were in? Oh, my name is Gay Gertz, and I was in um, Alpha Chi Omega at USC. Um, I know there's a, a designation for that particular area, but I can't remember it. Epsilon, something like that. Oh, the chapter name. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just curious, Gay, what drew you to USC and, and to Alpha Chi Omega in particular? Well, I started at UCLA with the sorority and uh, after a year i realized i needed to transfer to usc because i was majoring in theater arts and it was a better school for theater arts right so i I just transferred to the sorority there lived in the house and sometimes lived at home because we weren't that far away yeah and did you tell me that you actually became the president of yes. Rorty? Yeah, I did. <laughs> well, <laughs> what was that experience like? Well, it, it was good. I, uh, I felt I wasn't really a sorority person. I did it because my mother thought I should, even though she had no connection ever. She lived in... Uh, she lived in Nebraska, New York, went to school in New York, so there was just none of that. But she thought, why not? And she had a couple of friends that were in houses there. Ah. And uh, so I did, and I did enjoy the camaraderie. That that was really the special part. Yeah. And having a place to come after a big day on that campus, which is huge. Mm-hmm. And uh, had a roommate, wonderful little gal, been friends for a long time. Um, I think becoming the president was, well, it, it sort of started my bend toward leading groups, Mm. which was something that just happened. Uh, My training in theater arts helped because it sort of provided you for being in front of people and not tying up, falling apart. (laughs) Sure. 
and um, um, it it just get, it gives you a little extra confidence that you might not have just normally. Um, you know, just normally being in a house without that much to do. Right. Right. I like what you said about how you were on this big campus, but it was the sorority that made you feel like you had a, a community to belong to. You know, so it makes the, the college experience um, a little more personal, maybe. Yeah, because you, you do, even though um, USC's classes were much smaller than UCLA, which was just <laughs> mind boggling the number of students in the class. But at SC, it was smaller, but still everybody was dashing from class to class, be sure you're on time. And being able to go back to a house, collapse, have lunch, um, interact with your girlfriends, who most of them were learning to play bridge. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, how interesting. I didn't because I was always in rehearsals on campus. So oh. it, it didn't work out. But yeah, they all play bridge. And, oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. It, it was nice. And, yeah. and, you know, the interaction with fraternities and the sororities was good. Yeah. Yeah. So did you have hashers in the house when you lived in? Did they have like fraternity men come over and serve you lunch and, and dinner and things like that? No, no, they never did. That. But you had a cook, I'm imagining, right? And a, oh, yeah. 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 yeah, she, yeah, you could, but you, it was nice. You had access to the kitchen whenever you needed it. <laughs> if you studied all night, which I usually did, yeah. then you could grab some cottage cheese or toast or something like that. They didn't mind that. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you were a lot healthier than we were because we, we used to hit the big peanut butter jar around midnight. Oh. And yeah, there were lots of spoons in that peanut butter jar. But Well, they probably hid that. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. So you lived in the house and you were the president. And do you, is there anything you remember in particular about like dances or... Um, you know, getting together with different fraternities. Was there one particular fraternity on campus that the Alpha Chi Omegas used to hang out with more than another, or was it pretty equal? Um, I think it was mostly SAE and the Delts. My husband was a Delt. I didn't know him then, of course. And he, he was older and he was in the service, so his time at USC was broken up a lot. Okay. Because but, of, uh, because of World War II or? Y yeah. Okay. Uh, 19, what that would have been. In the 40s. Uh, Jim, Jim was 10 years older. Okay. So what would that put him in? 50. Yeah. 50, something like that. Okay. I think. Yeah. 
probably before that because he had he can't he was on campus and then had to go in the service and then he had to come back and kind of start all over. Oh wow, it was a little rough that yeah, way. Yeah, I guess a lot of the servicemen had to do that, didn't they? Kind of, you know, interrupted their life. But they the fraternities were really good about getting the sororities to have parties with them. Mm-hmm. And you'd go to one house or the other. Sure. And that that was good because uh, on a college campus, I don't care how big or small, it's hard to meet people. Right. And you're kind of busy studying, or you should be. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Not always, but sometimes. I yeah. know. Uh, or you're in night classes or graduate school. There were a lot of graduate students there when they had come back from the war hmm. and doing their graduate work. Oh wow, that's yeah. But the yeah, the teachers at USC were wonderful, just absolutely fabulous because you could interact with them. Was there one in particular that stood out in your mind? Yeah, his name was Baxter. Mm-hmm. I think Frank Baxter. He taught uh, naturally, not theater arts, but uh, what, what's the tell? It was English. We, we. He dealt with uh, Shakespeare and oh. novels and all that, and the way he taught you the language at that time Shakespeare's time was just absolutely incredible mm-hmm. it was the most popular class on campus oh how interesting oh that's kind of interesting to yeah, yeah. Pro- a lot different now I'm sure <laughs> yeah maybe so huh oh yeah now it's all technology and right everything in that band I would imagine right I think you're probably right about that yeah, we don't have children, so I'm kind of out of the picture on what's, you know, how the kids went, have been going through that up until now, which, of course, is a disaster. Yeah, well, we don't have children either, so I'm not hep on all the, the latest and greatest, but I think you're right. Things are probably much more geared towards technology um, these days. Yeah. yeah. So what, what do you think, being in a sorority, what do you think the biggest impact it is it had on your life? Well, that's quite a question. I think just learning to be a little more, I'm kind of a loner, and learning to be more interactive and open to people, um, that that was good for me if you it's it's kind of a an old story but people in the theater tend to be not introverts but they're more concerned with themselves Hmm. because of what they have to do what they have to perform and how they have to delve into different characters so Hmm you you tend to withdraw a little bit into yourself to get all that going in your head so this kept you from getting too much that way uh-huh it was really good yeah oh that's really i've never really heard that before about actors but that makes perfect sense that you yeah. have to really take over a role and submerse yeah, yourself just, right that happens then 
Well, I'd love to talk more about your theater experience because it sounds like you've had a really interesting career arc with your theater. So you majored in theater arts at USC and you graduated. Right. And? And then I went to the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art in London for two years. I, I, I stayed there. They, their semester breaks gave you a couple of months during the, year, during the year, and one of those you could come back home. Most of the people there, there were very few Americans there, of course, but most of them stayed in Europe for that semester. Mm-hmm. Did you come back home? Yeah, once. Okay. Once. Um, that's when you could fly very comfortably. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> really sleep in your seat. It was absolutely fantastic. How nice. And then when, very different. When you stayed behind, where did you go? Did you travel around Europe? Um, yeah, we. Um, I stayed in what they called digs, which is uh, in London. The houses were multi-level, going straight up. And the lady that would own that house had, because of the war, people have had to turn, or had then, to turn their homes, their rooms, into digs, as they referred to it, for students or people working, was usually students. And they gave you breakfast, lunch, and dinner if you wanted it. And um, that was a wonderful experience. So I did that. And with those people, those girls that would stay there, I think there were six of us, we'd go off to Paris. Nice. Because it was so close, 20 minutes away. Oh. And buy groceries and come home. Oh, wow. Yeah, that that was go to Italy. Everything was so close, mm-hmm. oh. not like here. Yeah, so that was very broadening experience in more ways than one. I have to tell you. Yeah, too much too much chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> one can never have too much chocolate. <laughs> oh dear, we all did. The the English people eat candy like you wouldn't believe oh really oh how interesting oh my god yeah where did you find the best chocolate um it's um italian chocolate's the best really oh yeah yeah it's rich yeah yeah it's really the best sounds good you're making me hungry oh i'm sorry it's okay so um (laughs) Then after you returned to the States, you kind of got into some, you you used your experience at the London Academy and you got into, or the Royal Academy, you got into some parts in Los Angeles. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, television was uh, about the only big thing that you could get into little theaters in LA at that time I'm giving away how old I am were very few and far between Hmm. they didn't 
they didn't have the music center then. Mm-hmm. They really didn't have anything like that. Just a few little, uh, I think there was the one in Pasadena, the Pasadena Playhouse was operating then, but that was it. And so television is what you had to get into. And I got into a, a series that was a Lee Marvin series. I don't know what they called it, Lock Up or Lock Out, Lock Up, I guess. <laughs> can't remember that. I'll Google it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and uh, that that was kind of fun. I worked for an th- ophthalmologist, and then I met Jim, and uh, he didn't uh, care for this nighttime rehearsals at little play- playhouses. Mm-hmm. So I kind of dropped that, but it was worth it. How long were you in the series? Well, you know, it's so, I think it was maybe, you do everything kind of quickly Mm -hmm. and put a couple together at a time, as I remember it. And so it couldn't have been more than a month at that, if that. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll have to do some searching and see if I can find one of the episodes or something. Look Mm -hmm. through the credits. Your name. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was good. But it yeah. wasn't after all that training in London I I should have done more with it, but Jim came along and there you go. Well, love. Yeah. Love came in. Yeah. Ooh. Speaking of love, there's Muffin. Yeah, she sure. I don't know what she's barking at. Muffin is gay. Probably dogs are going by out there. She barks at everybody. Don't go, you know. Yeah. What are you doing at my house? Right. She's protecting (laughs) you. Well, I sure appreciate you going down the uh, memory lane with me today, Gay, and taking the time out of your day to talk to us and and uh, being so gracious to agree to do this. I really appreciate it. So. I enjoy it. I don't root. I don't think much about the past like that, and it's kind of fun to go back and strain the old gray cells. It is. It you is. Know, yeah, it for is. me too. It's good for us. Yes, uh, I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for asking me to be in your little experiment. Thank you so much, Gay. Really appreciate it. You're welcome, Barry Ann. Take care. Take care. See you soon. Bye. 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 That's it for this episode of Greek Speak. Please tune in next time when we'll have another fascinating conversation. Until then, stay happy and visit our website, greekhappy.com, where a portion of every purchase will go towards funding happiness research at the Greater Good Science Center at UC Berkeley. Thank you so much.